Good evening, and welcome to another edition of Sideline Junkies. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG here with the NFL Week 6, bits of Week 6, I should say, uh, from Sideline Junkies. I'm sitting here, time is 10.52, I got baseball on the TV, it's 3-3, NLCS, Atlanta, and uh, the Dodgers. They are tied in game seven. So, uh, <clears throat> the Dodgers are supposed to be the presumptive favorite to win it all. But, uh, I don't know. It's looking kind of shaky. But maybe they can beat the, uh, the, the, the Braves and get it done. But, tonight, it's all about uh, week six. So, first up. Is the man of the hour, Delonte. And after he's done, I'll be right back. All right? Stay tuned. What's good, everybody? Delonte representing the Sideline Junkies. Uh, week six is in the books. Uh, well, just about. We still got uh, a game going on now. Then we got two games tomorrow. But um, i like to shout out my Denver Broncos for picking up a huge win today against uh, the mighty... Uh, New England Patriots, um, you know, we did what we always do, um, especially when Cam Newton is on the other side of the field. You know, we pretty much take it to him. So, um, you know, we did just that. Uh, it, it really helped us. Um, I think it helped, you know, especially when the playoffs come down the line, the seedings and things of that nature, and also as well as, you know, saying just the morale booster. Uh, Drew Locke, he played a good game for the most part. He did he threw two consecutive interceptions, uh, and that, you know, wasn't really too good to see. But, you know, nonetheless, um, you know, it's, it's a learning thing. It's a learning thing. Uh, so, you know, he picked up the win. You can hit my son in the background echoing his sentiments regarding those interceptions. Um the Falcons, uh, the, the Falcons, I was impressed with that one because, um, you know, as we've seen over the past several years, they've been known to b- blow big leads. And I thought it was going to happen again today, but it seemed to, um, you know, kind of put it together. They got a new coach, new general manager, you know, a whole new situation down there. So it was a new, uh, renewed confidence and just, uh, you know, a new a renewed reason to play football. Uh, again, you hear my son in the background echoing his sentiments on the Falcons gameplay as well. Now, um, the Vikings, I don't know about the Vikings, but, um, you know, it's it's, it's, it's going to be, uh, you know, tough goings if Kirk Cousins continues to throw as many interceptions as he's been throwing. Um, you know, I can call him, you know, saying like uh, Martha's Kitchen or American Red Cross because, he, you know, he's a charitable dude. Uh, with these uh, footballs. Delonte representing Sideline Junkies. It's my tidbit for week six. Peace. All right. Appreciate that, Delonte. Uh, his Broncos got a win today that I don't think any of us picked. <laughs> so let's just put that out there. They got a win over New England today. So I know he's happy. It's always happy when you can walk into Monday and it's Victory Monday. 
for me and Washington football team fans, we haven't walked into a Monday with our heads held high for Victory Monday. Take your pants off Monday, as David Aldridge calls it, since week one. So I'm going to get into that my thoughts. But right now, take a break, come back, and then you're going to get my thoughts on Washington's 20 to 19 loss to the New York Giants division rival. So stay tuned. You're listening to Sideline Junkies. Bits of week six. And just like that, we are back. Now, talking about my Washington football team. 2019 loss, which was uh, heartbreaking to say the least, because we were going in this game one and four, uh, playing the 0 and five Giants. I'm not saying it should have been a cakewalk, but this should have been a game we won handily. How about that? First and foremost, my first impressions to this game: Why are they making Daniel Jones look so good? Daniel Jones in the first quarter. Looked like an elite all-pro. He was just picking this team apart. Uh, He threw a touchdown to Slayton that was just beautiful. I mean, there's no other words I can put to it. Um, He actually had seven carries for 74 yards. He had a 40-some-yard run. A quarterback. Like, they they, they they went in and they shut down the, the running back. And Daniel Jones kept it, took off up the sideline unacceptable unacceptable this this defense they clamped down later on in the game but to start we can't keep starting games like that where teams are picking us apart the front seven is too damn good with chase young deron Payne, ryan kerrigan uh tim settles in on there um jonathan allen montez sweat the the um, the abundance of first round picks that are on the D-line, we should be playing way better defensively than what we are. <sighs> Offensively, everything is just is seeming to be really inept. It, it's not good at all. Uh, Allen, Kyle Allen was uh, 31 of 42, 280 yards, two touchdowns over one interception. Um, not a great game. I, it was good, but it wasn't great. So came down to it. Needed a touchdown. It's a uh, twenty to thirteen. Times running out. Need a touchdown. He finds Cam Sims, my man. Cam Sims catches his first NFL touchdown. I'm I'm happy for him. I really am. I, I can't dwell on it because, you know, it's a loss. So we can't dwell on that. But Cam Sims caught his first NFL touchdown, which is a good thing. Go for two. And two-point conversion, two-point conversion fails. Everybody says, well, I got half the people that I'm reading saying, well, why didn't Allen run it in? I got the other half saying, well, why the hell would you go for two? To the 
second half they're saying, why would you go for two? Ain't y'all the same? Most of y'all the same people that are saying, we're not playing to win the game. We're not taking timeouts. We're not doing this. We're not doing that. And that, Which one do you want? Do you want to play to win the game? Because that's, that's what Hermit would say we do. You play to win the game. And we went for the win. We didn't go for the tie. We went for the damn win. And you're still unhappy. That's a problem. What more do you want Riverboat Ron to do? He plays a conservative. You may. He plays aggressive. You may. Which one do you want? You got to be hot or cold. You can't be lukewarm. And a lot of y'all fans are being real lukewarm right now. And that shit's pissing me the fuck off. I, I, I will say that. I get it. You're entitled to your opinion. But no matter what this team does, you still want to ride them and beat them down. There are no moral victories. I get that. But if they're aggressive, you're mad. They're conservative, you're mad. It's like you just want to be mad, period. Which one do you want? Do you want what we've been always been getting and we have been getting for the majority of the last 28 years? Do you want that? Do you want that to continue? And I'm speaking to the fan base here. I'm not saying Ron got all the answers. I'm not saying he's the great Messiah from, from, from up on the mount. I'm not saying any of that, but damn, give him a chance. I really, I really wasn't impressed with Kyle Allen early on. And I, a lot of people said, you know, well, what's the difference between Allen and Dwayne Haskins? Might as well get Dwayne Haskins a job. I thought the same thing in the first half. I was like, this offense is just not moving. At least we did move the ball a little bit more with Haskins, but I, I, I don't know. I seen the great Kevin Sheehan post a question, who starts against Dallas? You got your choice of all three quarterbacks. Who you starting? I didn't even look and see who was uh who was um um up on there and, and you know who everybody picked. But I think that'll be a poll question for us on Twitter and Facebook. Who gets to start against Dallas? So, uh, Daniel Jones passing was 12 and 19, 112 yards, one TD and one interception. He led the Giants in rushing. Uh, Terry McLaurin has seven catches for 74 yards. Cole Holcomb led the team in tackles. He has six. But on the other side, Martinez had 14 tackles and led the, the, the Giants in tackles. Giants got the island three times for three sacks. Washington only got one sack. No pressure on the quarterback, y'all. If I sound down, uh, pissed off, uninterested, I'm interested. I'm just pissed off because I know with all the talent, the abundance of talent that we have on this team, that we can play better than what we're doing. Okay, this this is no way, shape, or form the route that this team should be taking right now. I'm not saying we're all world beaters. But damn, we better than this, ain't we? I mean, come on. Seriously? We got to be better than this. This six-game, we talked about it this morning on the Sunday Rise. The six-game stretch we have, all sub-500 teams. We got the Giants twice. Well, now we got them once. We got them, uh, the Cowboys twice. 
then it's the Bengals. It's the Lions and the Bengals. I forget which one's first. I think the Bengals are first, then the Lions, right back to back. Now, I, I said it. I said we were not going to go 6-0 and during this stretch by any means. But damn it, I would love to go 5-1, and 4-2. And in actuality, the only loss that I had out of that six-game stretch was one loss to the Cowboys. That was it. I had us going five and one in this stretch, putting our foot on the gas, pushing forward. That would have made us what? Uh, six and five. Yeah, six and five. Now we still got a chance to be six and five, but something's got to give. This is this is not the way we can finish the season out. This is not the way we can play for the rest of the season. I'm I'm not happy with it. As a as a fan, I'm not happy. I don't think this is what we need. I I know the weakest point on our team, in my honest opinion, in my honest ex- expert opinion. Is the O line? They put Sadiq Charles at uh, left guard today. He got hurt. I wanted to say I, I hit BJ up as soon as they said Sadiq Charles was starting. Brandon Sheriff came back today. I mean, I was like, all right, now we got we 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 got some hog mollies up front. Let's let, let's you know run the rock. But that's another thing. Speaking of running the rock. We're not even doing that efficiency, efficiently. Um, but then on top of that, every time Kate, uh, Case, I keep wanting to say Case Keenum. Every time Kyle Allen wants to drop back and pass, it's like he's not even looking for the receivers, the tight ends. He's looking for the running backs to dump it off. Dinkin and Duncan is not going to get it done. Now, if we, if you want to run, run West Coast offense. We got some big receivers that can do it. Terry McLaurin got some speed to him. Uh, I think uh, Gandy Golden got some speed to him. You can run that, but you got to have enough wherewithal as a quarterback to get rid of that ball fast. It's it's a talent to the West Coast offense if that's what they want to do. But Dinkin and Duncan, Antonio Gibson, I, I get it. He He's a talent. But if everybody in the in the, in the world knows when they're watching this game that he's going to touch the ball, he's going to be targeted in the pass game at least ten times. You take him out, then you know it's going to force you to do something else. But you're not even doing it. And I just I don't like the. I mean, you got to take what the defense gives you. Get it. But damn it, if they if you see something, and it this is Scott Turner's job. You got to see something that you can exploit. You know, whether it's on film, whether it's in-game uh, corrections, you have to see something you ha- you can exploit and go. We're not exploiting these teams' weaknesses. We're letting them get us down, and then they're sitting on us. Today was a little different because we did come back and had a chance to win late. I get that. I really do. But I'm just, I don't know. Maybe I'm expecting something that's not possible. Maybe I'm not being realistic. So, who knows? Um, Got a text message from Buddy Marcus. 
<laughs> we went back and forth. Um, about a, I think it was about a week or two ago, maybe a little bit longer. Uh, we were talking about quarterback play, and we were comparing Daniel Jones and uh, Dwayne Haskins. And I was telling him Dwayne Haskins, even with one season coming out of Ohio State, was still a better quarterback than Daniel Jones. And Daniel Jones' numbers were, you know, garbage at, at Duke. That's how I felt. He didn't even complete 60% of his passes at Duke. You know? And, you know, he, he, he said, he called. He said Washington was going to lose to the Giants and Daniel Jones. And I got I got to give credit where credit is due. Marcus, you called that. They did lose. They had a chance, but they that defense early on made Daniel Jones look like he was Joe Montana and, and, and John Elway, the way he was taking off out of the pocket and, and running. And, I mean, John Elway wasn't a big runner. He was a good scrambler, but he wasn't a big runner. But when it came time for him to get out of the pocket and he got free, he was going to get free. I just, I expect so much more for this team, from this team. I expect more for them, too. So, we can only dwell on it tomorrow. Tomorrow at 4 o'clock, that's the end of this Giants loss. That's it. It's over. You, you, you dwell on it. And then, you know, you figure out what you did wrong in that game. And then Tuesday morning, you go into the office, you start preparing. Because it's Dallas week, baby. It is Dallas week. And... Going into Dallas week, I want to do some things. I want to get some people on the show. So I want to line some things up come Friday night or so and just do a, a DC sports rundown. And we, we just talk the rivalry of Washington versus Dallas. We used to be known as Redskins Cowboys. But. You know, it's it's Washington versus Dallas. So, I, I really, I I, I want to really focus on that. I want to be so excited about it come Sunday that I'm foaming at the mouth. I'm 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 frothing that you know I I want to get my ankles taped. I'm ready to run through a brick wall. I'm ready to bust loose. Let me just let me carry the ball, riverboat run. I'll get you hundred yards rushing. You know that's how I want to feel. I want to be amped up about it. And I think pretty much now, at the age that I'm at, give me a week. Give me a week of preparation. I could get 100 yards behind that O-line that Washington has. You know why I say that? Because I'm just different. I'm a little bit bigger than the running backs that they have. And I, I've been always... Uh, I'll run you over and pay the price later. You know, I, I'm going to hurt, but I'm going to hurt you more type thing. So, yeah, don't ever doubt it. I'll, I'll, I'll get my 100 yards. I'll grind it out. But, you know, they don't get no running back 25, 30 carries unless you're Ezekiel Elliott or Derrick Henry. You know, guys like that can get 25, 30. There, there's, no, there's very few workhorse power backs in the league anymore. But that's another story for another time, so. I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, don't forget to go back. If you haven't, check out the WrestleManiacs from Saturday, Sunday Rise. Uh, 
from this morning. Um, you can also go back to the Tuesday night flight from Tuesday of last week. And we talked a lot of things. Now, coming up this week, you know, we got Buffalo and Kansas City at 5 p.m. tomorrow. Dallas and Arizona tomorrow at, uh, I believe that's 8. So we got doubleheader on Monday Night Football. And BJ will be through tomorrow night. I think that it should be available, depending on how late he goes. But that, sh- that show where he gives his bits of week six, that'll be part two. For his uh, Buffalo Bills will be available as soon as that. I ain't going to say as soon as the game is over. As soon as BJ gets his thoughts together and he gets everything out. So no later than probably Wednesday morning, 6 a.m. It'll be ready. So be on the lookout. Now I take that back. I'm sorry. Tuesday morning, 6 a.m. Because tomorrow's Monday. Today is not Monday. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, nine times ten when you listen to this, this will be available on Monday morning, 6 a.m. as always. So for all the sideline junkies that's jim juni delante who joined earlier uh the boss bj allen nubian sumo people's choice everybody that makes this business run this show run thank you thank you all that listen that participate in the group uh twitter all on social media thank you for everything I'm the big guy, KG. I am out of here.